from University Athletics. This is the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. And welcome back to the first episode of 2024 here on the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Philip Tang and Carmen Lastoria here with you. And Carmen, we've made it to a new semester. Classes have started. And just before you know it, all the spring sports start in less than a month. Yeah, here we go. I mean, it doesn't take long once you come back from the holiday break and to get into it with our spring sports. And so we're excited about that. In our second segment, of course, we'll get you up to date on what's going on with uh, the basketball programs as they're in the middle and the heart of their season right now. But, uh, yeah, always an exciting time because you get – you know, it's a little chilly out there right now, yes, but you start uh, as you get into February and into the spring, you know, hopefully you start to get the weather warming up a little bit. And then obviously with the uh, uh, with the success our baseball programs have had over the years in softball and men's and women's golf and tennis, lacrosse, it's just great to get all those sports rolling. Uh, track and field will be competing this weekend in indoor track and field, and then they'll get rolling. So, yeah, an exciting time for Lee Athletics for sure. Our first guest of 2024 is a baseball player for the Flames. First year with us here. Yeah. He's a transfer from Little Rock, and he ha- he got to be part of the big trip down to the Dominican this year. So we've had several teams go on their international trips this year, and baseball was one of them. And Nelson Smith is our guest this week. And, Nelson, first of all, what's the, what was the experience like knowing when you first come in, hey, in December of my first semester, we're going overseas. No, I was uh, super excited to go because just I remember as a kid, like, wanting to go to the, you know, Dominican, Puerto Rico and, like, see all these places and how people reacted and because baseball is their love as well. So it was very, very exciting to be able to go there and uh, be able to, you know, just experience with them what they love just as much as what we love. Yeah, and let's talk about that a little bit because obviously a, a big part of that trip uh, was baseball, and so uh, that passion. How did the how did your passion for baseball kind of collide with the passion of of the Dominican Republic? Because obviously, as you alluded to, baseball is their first love. I mean, that's you know, uh, you know, the Dominican Republic produces a lot of major league talent, and so base you know every kid grows up playing baseball. Uh, so how was it to interact and really uh, speak that language, so to speak, the language of baseball? Um, it was it was different, but it was also the same, you know, like they kind of just put their all into it just like we do and might be a little different just because uh, here we have, you know, a little more things because of being in America, but just there is kind of like it's all day every day and like let's go and like this is the only way. So like just playing with them and interacting with them, they're always smiling, happy and just always excited to be out there and do what they want to do. So. Were there many differences in the way like they approach a baseball game or different tactics that kind of surprised you that oh maybe we should you know we don't see that here in America as often um yeah there was a lot more kind of I like to call it kind of swagger when they play so if you watch a lot of like uh <laughs> well the world baseball classic we exactly, see a lot of that too so yeah exactly, exactly. so like in in uh, MLB you'll see a lot of guys that are like Spanish and they kind of have a lot of swagger whether it's jewelry or like the way they play the game and mm-hmm. like they play very very laid back you know like they're not very tense they're not really worried about what's going to happen next they're kind of just you know, there, and then all of a sudden they're ready to go. So it's really laid back for them. Um, as in, as in here in America, it's kind of like, you know, let's focus, let's lock in, like let's not throw the ball down here underneath, and like let's, mm-hmm. you know, be serious. And they kind of do that, and they're very good at it. So it's kind of like just more laid back over there, I think, compared to ours. And when we talk about, you know, baseball was a big part of that trip, but there was also a, a missional aspect to that trip, a missions aspect to that trip. And just talk about, you know, how – 
how your faith and the faith of the team kind of came together there because we saw a lot of uh, a great posts from uh, from Coach Brew just about you know guys sharing their testimony, guys ministering to one another, and just being a part uh, together and building that team bond together. Uh, talk a little bit about that and what that meant for you, especially as someone who's new to the program. So this was an yeah. opportunity maybe for you to get to know your teammates a little bit better as well. Yeah, um, so coming in, you know, I had like a little different path. I was believing in God and stuff, and um, and uh, it was September 10th of this past uh, fall. I got baptized and everything, so as I've been That's here, awesome. my, uh, yeah. my faith journey has grown more, and it's only made me happier. Um, so then, like, going over there and with them, and that's all they kind of do is just, like, praise the Lord, and they pray a lot, and they're very, very, um, very religious people, but also just love to play the game. They thank Him for everything He has, so... Yeah. Just kind of that faith aspect. Um, we played about six games while we were down there, three doubleheaders. Uh, long days, very, very hot <laughs> down there. But uh, it was very, 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 very fun. Um, and also kind of like after every game, uh, one of the guys on the team would either share like a testimony, um, give some word of advice to them. But, you know, you think like you go down there and like you're going to be the one helping them out. Yeah. But right. in turn, you realize as you're telling your testimony, you're like – man, like, I have it all. Like, they're the ones impacting you more so than how you're impacting them. Yeah. So it was really, really fun, um, and it was a really, really great time to be able to do that and share that moment with them. Was there uh, – obviously, there's language differences, but were there ways to really communicate with, you know, the players outside of baseball? Even though there might be a little struggle, the language is kind of what the ways to find a connection? Uh, yeah, we had interpreters with us as well, um, and then – you know, they kind of like like to do hand signals, too, if we don't understand them. Um, and then you kind of like, as you're there, a lot of people were doing like duolingual to help like mm -hmm. be able to talk to them and things like that. So some people know a little bit. Some people don't know any. Um, but you kind of like get your way around and like they'll be like, hey, like point to things like can I have that or like what's that? And like they'll show you games and stuff. So like you really just kind of like so the language barrier was there, but like it's almost like you were just a part of them. You know, like, because they didn't really, like, care that you couldn't really speak Spanish. They were just wanting you to accept yeah. them, just like we want to accept them and just coexist together. Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. I remember, uh, way, you know, this is back in 2008, but when I was a Lee student, I took a trip over to Mexico, and we spent about three weeks there. And it's amazing. And I, I knew, you know, I'd taken Spanish in high school or whatever, so just very elementary <laughs> understanding of the language. But as you're there and you're immersed in the culture – you do find ways to communicate. You know, it's like it, it kind of like, yeah, we're all we're all in this together, so to speak. And even if there is a language barrier, it was just so unique. I found that like you you, you do get to communicate and understand each other, even if you don't understand every single word. So exactly. that's a pretty cool exactly. aspect of it. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, this upcoming season now, Nelson, because you, uh, you're you a transfer in, so you've got some collegiate uh, experience, but uh, new to the Flames, new to the Gulf South Conference, and so what are you most looking forward to about uh, getting getting ready to play this, and where do you see your role kind of fitting on the team? Um, I'm super excited to, to suit up with the guys. Uh, I think this is probably the first team I've been a part of to where it's kind of like everybody's very, very close. Um, and everybody gets along with everybody. So it feels more like family-oriented, which which I love a lot. So the uh, encouragement and the excitement from everybody on the team and not just certain guys and certain guys doing their own thing. Everybody's kind of doing their, everything together, which I love. Um, a role is just kind of just helping my team any way I can, you know, yeah. just being a part of the staff and helping whatever way Coach Brew and Coach Saez and Tom and everybody wants me to work and find a way to help us win any way possible. So – 
Now you're a, you're a right-handed pitcher. Yes, sir. You're, you're pretty tall, right? You're about six, seven or so. Is that yes, right? Yes. So how's that kind of translated on the team? Just kind of working with guys and helping them when they face a uh, a taller pitcher down the road. Um, it kind of helps in my advantage just a little, just because like when I release, it's a uh, less uh, distance for them to react than it would be for somebody smaller. Um, and I also throw sinkers, so they move a lot. Okay. So that doesn't make it the best, but um. But yeah, it's just it's a little different. I look bigger on the mound, you know, it gets on them a little quicker. So I hope to use that advantage to try to help our team the best way I can. Uh, in that regard, have you uh, modeled your game after a particular pitcher in the major leagues, or is there somebody that maybe even growing up that uh, you know you just kind of looked up to as 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 being a pitcher and you know. Uh, playing your game kind of similar to that person or looking up to that person? Um, not really many people because I feel that everybody kind of pitches their own way, but I think some people take little pieces. So, mm-hmm. like, the one person I think, especially newer age, that I kind of resemble myself after is Sandy Alcantara, which is with yeah. the Marlins. He's yeah. a bigger guy. He throws Fantastic, yeah. yes, yes, he throws Fantastic very, very pitcher. hard. So I kind of, like, see myself in him a lot and what I could be later on down the road. Um and yeah, that's kind of the one guy that's kind of sticks out to me. That kind of resembles me. How did how did you get involved in starting with baseball? What what got you going and choose baseball above you know football or basketball or soccer? So uh, growing up, basketball was actually my first sport. Um, and then as high school went on, my parents would only kind of love me to play travel baseball. So as I always always playing travel baseball, I never got the chance to play travel basketball because either it was a little more expensive or it's just easier for them to do. Yeah. Um, so like I think it was my senior year I made the decision. I was like, well, I'm just gonna kinda go play baseball in college. I felt like I had a good shot at doing well there and offers started coming in like at the end of my senior year. So it was kinda a little late, um and everything. But that's kinda when I made the switch to kinda like I'm just gonna focus on baseball and not worry about anything else. Now Coach Mark Brew was in the news earlier this week uh at the uh baseball coaches convention he of course won a very prestigious award national award for ethics and so just talk about uh playing for a coach like mark brew who obviously has had a ton of success over the years uh certainly this award uh points to the fact that he does it the right way in building this culture around the lead baseball program so you alluded to it a little bit uh, earlier but just talk about you know your relationship with coach brew is uh, as you've been with the team now through the fall and, and as we get ready for the spring season? You no, know, he's a great coach. You know, I, and I don't think uh, a coach defines somebody of how much they know about something. I think it's about how they interact with their players. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And, and how they kind of make the team come together, whether it's through conditioning workouts, through the DR trip, or whether it's through practice. But he knows how to get to everybody in a way that is different from everybody else. And he does a very very good job of making us all understand the common goal that we want to do. It's not like he's very selfish in his ways, and we all know it's all a business and everything. But he very he 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 comes together with everybody, and that's what I really really enjoy. And he loves everybody, um, and he doesn't kind of put anybody to shame because everybody comes from different backgrounds. Yeah. Because um, everybody's testimony is different, and a lot of testimonies he never heard until we got to the DR. Yeah. So that kind of helped him to realize like what type of players he really has, and he's always been. Loving and caring ever since I got here to everybody I've known and me, including, and he gave me the opportunity, so I can only thank him enough. Yeah, that's awesome. Finally, before we let you go, obviously the team has some goals for this year, but what are some personal goals for you on the on the baseball diamond? Um, you know, I want to be able to be uh, one of the 
conference pitchers and kind of be able to, um, you know, I kind of don't really think about those type of goals as much. You know, I, I, I used to think about a lot of accolades and like what I want to do with myself and try to strive for certain things. But I realized like if I don't do one thing right, then it kind of just brings you down mm-hmm. um, emotionally and kind of confidence wise. So I kind of just want to compete every time I go out there and give the best I can. And I know if I do that, that the rest will come with it, whether it's being pitcher of the year or us going to the playoffs and winning a national championship or leading the league in strikeouts or having the best ERA, all that stuff I feel like comes with it when you kind of put God first and kind of worry about him and your mm-hmm. spiritual life. And then the rest of it kind of comes together and he takes care of the rest. So That's great, man. That's great, Nelson. So uh, I think you've got the right mindset. You always got the physical tools and ability, but uh, man, it's uh, been great to chat with you because I, I think you certainly have the right mindset. And uh, man, we're excited, excited to have you on the flames and excited for this season. All right. Thank you for having me guys. We'll take a quick timeout and be back with more here on the Burn Up Podcast brought to you by Food City. Attention shoppers, don't forget to ask our certified butchers for great recipe tips. This is an authentic butcher shop where meat is hand cut in store, beef is ground fresh daily, and expert advice from a certified butcher is always free of charge. <laughs> free advice? That's what I call value. The quality I crave, the value I count on. Nobody does food like Food City. Welcome back to the Burn Up Podcast brought to you by Food City. And Carmen, the official supermarket Food City has been providing free admission to all the basketball games this year, and people have definitely been taking advantage. Yeah, it's a great partnership. We can't thank Food City enough. Obviously, their generous support makes that possible, but it's just great. You know, everything is so expensive these days, right? Right. I mean... You know, it's just, it's expensive to buy groceries, it's expensive to buy gas, it's expensive to go to the movies. We went to the movies uh, over the over the holidays with my Ooh. daughter and my wife. It's just three of us, you know, but you get popcorn, you get the tickets, you're spending 50, 60 bucks, yes, right? it's so expensive. Everything is expensive, and so it's so great for us at Lee Athletics to be able to say, okay, you can come watch high-level college basketball, have a great night, have some fun with the whole family. And you don't have to pay for the ticket. I mean, that's a big deal. And our concession prices are, are really uh, affordable as well. So you can have a really fun family night out together. And, you know, it doesn't break the bank. And so we're so thankful to Food City, as you mentioned, the official supermarket of Lee Athletics. And coming up, I think this is going to air this afternoon, which is, or, which is January 11th. Uh-huh. Uh, but next week, January 17th, by the way, is a big day. It's a big day. Do you know why, Tang? I do not know why. January 17th is a huge day. Number one, it's my birthday. Okay. So mark that down in your calendar. I'll, I'll mark that down right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it also is Food City's grand reopening of their Avoid oh, yes. Crossing store uh, here in Cleveland. And so uh, we are going to be a part of that as well. Uh, the Lee Athletic Department is going to be a part of that. So uh, make sure to come on out to Food City. They they have totally remodeled that store. Make sure to go there. Uh support good organizations, right? Like the Food City supports education. They support athletics. They support our student athletes. They go above and beyond to be involved in the community. Mm-hmm. They're not just trying to make money, right. right? They are involved in the community. Their store is beautiful. It's got a brand new, as soon as you walk in, Starbucks right there. Right. Grab a cup of coffee while you go shopping. Affordable prices, great brands, curbside pickup, all of the all of the great things that make shopping so easy. So nobody does food like Food City, official supermarket of Lee Athletics. Make sure to go see them. Yeah, we went to Food City on Sunday after church, and they were packed. And the only yeah. thing left to finish basically is the front facade. So yeah. everything 
Everything else inside is ready to go. She's just got to finish that front section. They're close, so we'll, we'll yes. celebrate with them. I know they're looking forward to it uh, next week. So, yeah, thank you to Food City for all of their support. We had a, a little bit of a break, about a month break between podcasts here, and we dive now full on into January, and which means track and field is underway. We already mentioned that earlier in the podcast. They're at UAB this week, mm-hmm. kind of getting everything rolling. You know, indoor track season is quick because a month from – I guess Wednesday, next Wednesday will be the GFC Championship, and then a little bit later will be National Championships over in Pittsburgh, Kansas this year. So the track and field season, the indoor section is fast. Yeah, it gets on you quickly because there's only a couple of events before you get into conference. But, uh, you know, the indoor track scene has uh, long been dominated in the GSC by the Lady mm-hmm. Flames, and so that they're looking to continue that stretch of dominance, which has just been amazing. And then on the men's side, that indoor track – uh, you know, conference championship always, always seems to come down to the wire on the men's side. Yes, you know, does. you've had in, in the last three years, I think you've had Mississippi College, UAH, and Lee win. So there has been some uh, some variety on the men's side, whereas the Lady Flames have dominated the women's side of it. So, yeah, looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing how we do in these couple of, you know, preliminary events that really all point to conference. And, of course, ultimately you're trying to qualify for, for indoor nationals, as you mentioned, uh, in Pittsburgh, Kansas. So, uh, it, it does come on you quickly because you mentioned yes. you go to conference here in just about a month and then it's time for nationals and then you're right into the outdoor season. So, uh, But another strong, strong squad for Coach Kayla Morgan uh, and his staff. So really looking for Lane Fletcher, you know, the associate head coach who, who works with the uh, uh, sprinters, uh, does a phenomenal job. So uh, just really excited to see how this is going to play out. Lady Flames and Flames basketball back at home after a three-game road trip, which – Obviously, the Lady Flames would like to have a couple of those games back. Lost on a buzzer beater to Delta State. Lost by six to West Georgia. Lost by a few to Mississippi College. Just one of those kind of stretches where we were taking good shots. Just stuff wasn't falling for the Lady Flames, unfortunately. Yeah, so life is really tough on the road in the GSC. And so I think the Lady Flames found that. You mentioned the scores of all of those games. So, I mean, all of those games obviously could have gone either way. Uh, the big thing in talking with Coach Rowe is obviously, and you mentioned it, shot selection, not necessarily a bad thing. He's like, hey, we, we got to have some people step up and make some shots. You know, yes. it's just one of those things where you look at all of those games, Tang, and, and defensively they played pretty well, right? Yeah, I mean, played. I mean, they're one of the top defensive teams in the GSC as far as points allowed per game. And so uh, you're on the wrong side of a buzzer beater uh, down in Delta. Tough trip, tough place to play. Um, you, you were kind of chasing your tail there in Mississippi College because we got off to such a slow start, right. battled back. Uh, and very similar to West Georgia, you know, you're just kind of, you were kind of playing from behind. And uh, Mallory Hampton leads to the GSC in scoring, uh, averaging 19 points a game. She's 11th in the country. Right. Uh, and Coach Rowe was joking, saying, well, we may need her to be, uh, you know, uh, average 25 moving right. forward. Uh, no, I think there's some players that are going to step up here. Bottom line, no place like home. Lady Flames are seven and zero inside Walker Arena, yes. so they play tonight and Saturday. Big one, of course, on Saturday against Rival Union. So uh, it's good to get back home. You'll go through stretches like this. I know you know the Lady Flames have been so dominant over the years that it's you right. know you you're almost like oh my gosh when you see a three game losing streak. But you know when you play in the GSC, when you play the twenty four game conference schedule, which is a man, it's, it's brutal. A it's a it's it's a beast. So you're going to have stretches like this where you go on the road for three games coming out of the holiday break and you just you don't play your best basketball and uh, you end up losing three pretty close games. So um, I think they'll be ready to go tonight. They'll certainly be ready on Saturday for Union and, uh, you know, they'll they'll get things rolling again. And 
despite the three losses, still sit in third place in the conference. So it's yeah, not like in, we're out of it by any means in the no, conference. No, they're, they're in a good, good spot. I, I still think there's there's some pretty good separation from Union, Valdosta, and and us. And then I would throw West Florida in there too. And then and that's not to take anything away from all the other schools because obviously we just mentioned those three right. schools we lost to. Right. Uh, you know, anybody can beat anybody on a given day. But yeah, I mean, they're still in good position, certainly. Uh, as you look towards postseason here. But uh, two full months left of this basketball season, so a lot of games left, a lot of ground to be covered. Um, so I, I think you'll start to see some other players step up. And I think just getting back on the home court will help a yes, lot. Yes, definitely. Four, 14 games left in conference. So yeah. still, still a long <laughs> a way to go. A lot to be decided. On the flip side, the men's team went 1-2 and two in these three games. Had a buzzer beater of their own. Beyond Hendricks beat Delta State in a buzzer beater. Lost a tough one at Mississippi College and then in a back-and-forth game against West Georgia, who may be the best team in the conference. The way I, After watching West Georgia play, I think they're way better than Huntsville. Yeah, West Georgia got another nice win yesterday against Delta State. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they're, they're yeah, they're a very good team. Yeah, I think you had three games there where, you know, uh, if you ask Coach Smith, they probably they should have won that game against Mississippi College, yes. let it get away late. They had a, had a lead and let it get away late. Uh it was a toss-up against Delta State, so credit Beyond for making yes. a big-time shot. Big <laughs> yes. shot BB there, uh, making that buzzer-beater shot, which was great. And then uh, West Georgia kind of had us from the start, right? We were right. able to battle back in that, but it was a game that you know West Georgia really, for the most part, controlled. So you had a game that you probably should have won and you lost. You had a game that was a toss-up, and you had a game that you, you, know, you, you uh, went up against a tough, tough team there. So... Uh, so balanced in on the men's side. I mean, oh, you're yes. talking with Coach Smith uh, as a part of the the mixed morning show yesterday on the radio. I mean, he alluded to the fact that you've got, you know, you've got I think teams seven and eight right now in the conference that just knocked off teams one and two. You know, right. so anybody can beat anybody on any given day. Um, you know, he was mentioning this this weekend's matchups. You got Christian Brothers tonight. It's a really good Christian Brothers team. Much improved yes. uh, from the last couple they of years. They just beat West Alabama. Just beat West Al, which is one of the top teams in the GSC. And then you have, uh, uh, you know, you have a Union team. Always tough when Union comes to town. It's a rivalry game. So, uh, yeah, there's so much balance in on the men's side. I mean, I, I I really believe there's probably six or seven teams that could win the conference tournament on the men's side. Oh, easy. You know, I mean, because you look at a team like Delta State. You know, obviously West Georgia has separated themselves a little bit. That's a nationally ranked team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Huntsville really good. West Al really good. We're playing really well. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of teams in that mix uh, that, that can make some noise. So it's going to be fun, uh, fun 14 games here and then into the postseason. I would be surprised, you know, if we come to the semifinals and it's four lower seats. Yeah, I mean, it could. Ha- I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying it very well could happen. The way the conference is playing this year. No, I think. Yeah, I, I think on any given day, anybody can beat anybody. Uh, you know, probably six, seven, maybe even eight deep. So yeah, it's going to make for a very entertaining uh, conference tournament. Uh, March 5th, which is Super Tuesday, should be very entertaining because, to yes. your point, I do think you can see some upsets mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of the, those five through eight seeds going on the road and winning a game uh, to get to Birmingham. So yeah, should be a lot of fun. We are. Almost to the spring sports crossover season, the busiest month of the year. It's February for us. We've been nominating for preseason teams. We've been voting on the preseason poll. So all that will be coming out in the next couple of weeks. Is It's the exciting time of the preparation of the craziest month of the year. Yeah, so stay locked in. We want to, you know... Uh Make sure to let you know, hey, we've got the brand new Leaf Flames mobile app, over a 1,000 yeah. users already. So hats off to uh, to our great fans for 
for downloading the app. And, of course, a special thanks to Hardee's, who, uh, our proud p- partner and the presenter of the Leaf Flames mobile app. So we thank them for their support. Make sure to go visit Hardee's. No better breakfast, by the way. Right. If you're it's going fast food breakfast, Hardee's, you can't beat it. Hardee's, the official sponsor of the Leaf Flames mobile app. But it's important, as you mentioned, during crossover season when things get crazy, don't miss any of the action. If you download the app, you can follow your favorite teams. You can get in, in-game, in real-time updates on scores. I love it. You know, the other night you were doing the broadcast. So from the app, I could listen to your broadcast. Mm-hmm. I could get updates on the score while I was watching the national right. championship game on my TV. So it's just an easy way to stay connected. Uh, you can listen to uh, pod, our podcast right, yes. right there on the app. You can follow uh, all the news articles and all the latest information on your favorite team. So that's a great way to stay connected to Lee Athletics, especially as we get into this busy season. And then, of course, make sure to follow us on social media at Lee U Flames and visit us at leeuflames.com. But, uh, yeah, you and I will get some, uh, you know, try and get some rest here. We've got some basketball games this weekend, but uh, gearing up for what should be a busy but exciting February uh, for Lee Athletics. It's going to be a busy February, but leads all into hopefully a lot of postseason play for yeah. basketball and all the other spring sports. Hopefully we're hopefully we're going all the way through June. Now that means the baseball team is That's in, right. in the World Series. If we're going to, to June, carry. I'm happy that because that means we're in the World Series there you go. up in North Carolina. Well, that's going to do it for this first episode of 2024 on the Burn Up Podcast. Our thanks to Food City. We'll be back with you next week. So long, everybody.